You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, our arms hurt from doing push-ups. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. Uh, welcome to the show for, for today. Did you turn yourself down? No, I didn't turn myself down. Did you turn yourself down? No, but you're so much qu- more quiet all of a sudden. I haven't it's, changed it's anything except how about now? Is it is it better? It's better. It's a little echoey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's echoey. It's echoey well, now. Was welcome it... to the professional podcast that is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Was We've it been echoey doing before? this for almost a whole decade? Was it echoey before I I uh, we started recording? No, Maybe you we... sound you sound great. You sound great. Do, do I? You do. You really, you do. You sound so much better than you did when you're using your laptop microphone. Do I? Are you sure I do? For the audio listener, Brandon is now checking his own audio levels via the Twitch stream. If you want to be a part of the show, okay, join us Monday nights at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. We'll at, at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Go ahead and uh, skip all of you can you can watch us live. You can watch us live on Twitch. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. We're on Twitter at apathusiast. I am at Jogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. We'll talk about more of that here in a little bit. Uh, email the show, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. You can follow our Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm, or go to our website, apathetic enthusiasm.com. You can get all of the things, all the links. Um, if you miss, miss a Twitch stream, you want to see what we look like, head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for being here. Like, subscribe, do all that stuff. That's it. Patrons, you're the best. Patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Brandon, how are your levels? My levels are, are good. Oh, my God. Uh, I must have adjusted something because now I feel very loud. But I think you sound good. I think you sound good. I think good. we sound good collectively. Uh, and as I alluded to <laughs> in the intro of the show, how are your arms feeling? Oh, yes, yes, my arms and my arms. Well, I can tell you, uh, we, we talked about this uh, last week. We talked about the, the St. Jude uh, doing 3,000 3, push-ups in the month of May. Uh, a real, real quick, real quick aside, we, it was like 3,000. So that's, 30, that's 100 push-ups a day for 30 Approx- days. Approximately approximately now i'm going to use my i'm going to look at my knuckles say january february march april may there's 31 days in may 31 and days look at that look our our average you know is, is you know what i like now. to call that i call that the push-up buffer that's <laughs> that's that extra day for the push-ups you missed throughout the rest of the month but uh mm-hmm. if you have no idea what we're talking about um we, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. We are doing that St. Jude uh, 3,000 push-ups in May attempt. We're tracking it all on a spreadsheet in Google Sheets. Um, how, do, how do you feel after the first week, uh, Brandon? Um, so the, 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 first, the first day we started, I hadn't done push-ups in basically a long, long, long time. Uh, I'll say... I, with any kind of seriousness, maybe like a year and a half to two years. Like that's how long it had really been. I I think maybe, maybe early last year, I may have like tried to get this thing like, okay, keep, 
track push-ups on the board, but there was no like external motivator, I guess, for it. Yeah. And so here I am now, first week, first day, I can knock out a hundred a day if I just do 20 every hour. Easy. But it's like, yeah, it's like that's, power of... that's what <laughs> 20 every hour. That's 400 pushups in the day. It's not a problem. It's not, no problem. No problem. Cause you're spacing it out, you know, over 480 <laughs> pushups, not a big deal. And, um, basically, uh, you know, it's like, it's like the hour of power, hour of power, right. With, with taking shots of beer, you're like a shot of beer every minute for an hour. It's like you're only by the time you get to the next shot, you're already processing the other shot, so it's it's fine, right? Uh, Is and that then, a thing I've never heard of that. Really, you've never heard of our power, man? You gotta you gotta go to college. <laughs> I should have not gone college. to an online art college, is what you're telling me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so so the the push-ups every hour, by the first twenty, great. The second twenty, great. At, at, like midway through six, the the sixth, the third set, I'm like, oh. Oh, this is starting to, to hurt. And I stuck with a hundred for a couple of days. And then my chest was just so, so sore around my, my nippy areas. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to, I'm going to injure myself. So I still did them a couple of days. Like I did 40 one day and then 60 another. Um, and then let myself heal. Cause you're, you're really realistic. You're supposed to let your, your arms heal uh, for a day, all your muscles. Sure. Um, and then I, I came in strong starting yesterday. And, oh, and so now did you ever like yeah. 150 or something? It's crazy. Yeah. All in all at once. I did it all at once. <laughs> all at once. Just uh hour of power, 140 pushups. We said, we said, you know what? I need a little bit of a break. going to amplify the, um, the quantity that we do just, you know, very, very small. And so I went from 20 to 25 to 150 <laughs> per set. Well, good. It's I I will I will say I was worried there for a couple of days where your your push up count was getting getting a little bit lower and I was like, Man, I hope I hope Brandon ain't quitting on me and then I would like refresh the sheets and then you're you're just smoking out push ups. Like Sunday you're like, I'll do all the push ups. So uh good to see you're back. You're 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 healed up and you're crushing mm -hmm. it. Um, I, how are you, just how are you feeling? Generally sore. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird. Cause I've done, uh, about four solid months of all lower body work with all the running. Uh, and then within a, a span of a week, I've almost all but neglected running and <laughs> only done pushups. So, uh, doing great. Um, I've, I've been able to average about a hundred, um, a day, uh, a couple of couple days if I'm feeling good I'll, I'll go over 100 um to make up for the days when I am not feeling as good um but I'm generally averaging about that 100 a day so feel good about it and uh yeah trying to amp up the number of reps in a set you know mm -hmm. you know what I mean bro you know if you if you're on there on the floor you're just doing them push-ups I feel like you got to max like, out I feel I like know. you got I don't do know that. is that I don't know I don't know how what, I, what if, even if you want to if you want to bulk up if you want to bulk up across the month of may you gotta start gotta start increasing them reps to burnout <laughs> yeah something like that uh there's definitely been a few days of burnout but anyway we're doing push-ups um yeah. oddly yeah. enough 
no oh. emails from people wanting to be added to the spreadsheet. <laughs> Oddly enough, strange. So weird. Strange. I, I thought we were going to get an in, uh, a mass influx of people who wanted to do push-ups, but turns out, turns out, not a lot of people. No. Uh, in fact, zero people. So, um, I, I do have one question for you, because yeah. um, we both work in in somewhat of an office environment. Uh -huh. are, are you doing push-ups at work? Are you doing push-ups in the office? Yeah, I am. I am. Here's, does, it feel, here's a, does it feel weird to you? Because it feels weird to me to do it. Well, you you have an office, right? I do. Oh, yeah, I have okay. an office. Okay. All right. So is, is there a door on your office? There's two, actually. Not to brag, but there are two doors. Okay. No, that, that, sound, that sounds great. Do you keep the door open when you're doing push-ups randomly? <laughs> um, I I have, yeah. Do you, okay. just, do, you just, do you just like close your door for 30 seconds? And then knock out twenty push, and then open your door. <laughs> if the shoe if the shoe fits. <laughs> uh, so any so any of my coworkers who I was informed that the my coworkers uh, are now listening to this show. First of all, sorry. <laughs> second of second of all, uh, if you see my door closed, wait thirty seconds, and then then if it's if I don't open it, it's because I'm in a meeting. If it opens up, it's because I'm done doing it's, I'm done doing push-ups. Uh, this is a e piece among Ricks joining joining the uh, joining the chat. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If you if you so, hear, yeah, I close, close my door. Yeah, I guess I could close my door and then just huh, 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 and then like thirty <laughs> seconds later, you'll have uh, to make that door, sound. And, and my face is all red and I'm breathing heavy. I'm like, hey guys, don't don't worry about what just happened in there while my door was closed. The, for, what, what, for 30 seconds what's really helpful is the the people in the cubicle right outside my office i don't interact with them uh, at all and and so like they don't they never ask me why i'm opening and closing the door because they don't they don't care uh that and that's sense. fine that's fine yeah, but i'm just like I, I get up i'm like da, da, da. <laughs> and i you know, put my my line badge or whatever uh, <laughs> you're like, a little lanyard back around yeah, your neck. So you're lan you have a lanyard, right? You you care. This is the most interesting. Uh, no, thing. I don't use a lanyard. No. Oh, you only use lanyard. Okay, so I have no. a lanyard, and so sometimes I'm like I flip the lanyard on my back. So when I'm doing push-ups, and the lanyard's resting on my back to give me that extra weight. Sometimes, sometimes I do. I just let the lanyard hang down, and I'll go with the rhythm. I'll go. <laughs> you know, and, and some. The reason I keep the lanyard on is because I know, I know that one of these days I'm going to take it off and I've done this in the past. I'll take it off and I'll forget to put it back on and I'll walk out of, out of the building. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No lanyard. Like, yeah. Like, I have a similar lanyard. problem because I, I tend to fully disrobe when I'm doing my pushups, uh, which <laughs> keep, and, you know, keeping the doors go, closed. Think, think. <laughs> Keeping the doors closed would have been a good option, uh, but I hadn't thought about that. So, um, no, uh, Travis, Travis is naked again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, just doing his push-ups. That's that's right. You know, singing about what he sees. Uh, anyway, <laughs> those, that's that's our push-up minute. Uh, you know, getting fit in the month of May. So uh, we're gonna be totally yoked by uh, oh man by June. Just watch so, yeah. out, everybody. That's it. That, that's why. That's why I'm still in in my my uh, dressy shirt is because like I can't get it off, right? Yeah, it's just it's too like, tight. Just too oh. tight. Too tight now. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, 
that's that's push-ups. Uh, yeah. Another brief topic that we're going to cover, uh, and we would we would probably expand on it a lot further if Brandon had had a spare moment in his weekend Ooh. to get out to the movie theater. Uh, but yet another Marvel movie premiered uh, this last week. It is, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. This is your short, two-minute spoiler-free review. I went and saw the film. You know I when think... you're st- did you start? Oh, give me a did go. You start? And three, two, one. Travis's review. Go. Uh, the Guardians are back for the final installment in this amazing trilogy. I think this movie has a lot of heart. It expounds on the backstory of some of our most beloved characters. I feel like everything from the writing to the music to the action really just are the cherry on top of an outstanding Marvel's trilogy. And even without the expansion into the greater MCU, uh, I think it does a really great job of just... You have a minute and 30 left. Uh, (laughs) A minute 30? That was only 30 seconds? I have so much more to say. Um... Yeah, I went with my son. We had a great time, and I think everybody should go see it. Um, if you're, I, I was Minute not 15. a huge Guardians fan before the trilogy, uh, before the first film, and now these are some of my most favorite characters in the MCU. So, um, really think it's great. Brandon can't wait for you to go see it, and that's my review. I came in way under time. One minute. Ooh, man, that was good. That was good. Look, we should change it to the one-minute review. I think that's something we should do, right? For things that I've Retcon. seen that you haven't seen or you won't see, yeah, I, we'll stick. We'll stick with the one-minute review. We'll get a phone. We'll get the timer, and then uh, that's that's what we'll do. That's from here on out, Travis. That's the beauty of apathetic enthusiasm. Everyone is we are consistently reinventing ourselves on this show, mm-hmm. uh, which is why our next segment is called uh Netflix rewatch this is the <laughs> this is the segment where we rewatch an old movie on Netflix and af- and after that we're going to talk about some new piece of technology that we've never touched <laughs> <laughs> yeah that an article we read about on the verge.com um speaking of that's actually my next segment <laughs> um, okay. is an article that i read on the verge.com did you uh it, it's actually uh, based on a tweet from Elon Musk. He loves his mm. Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to keep it going. Um, sure. But this this tweet came out uh, today, actually. Uh, and it says, we're purging accounts that have had no activity at all for several years so that you will, be, you will probably see follower count drop. Uh, this came out uh, middle of the day today, uh, May 8th. So what it, now... Elon has been known to tweet about certain features or updates or policies on Twitch that don't always play out. They don't always come to fruition. But this really got me thinking about at Juggalmino, the Twitter account that I have held for like 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And I'm really not that active on Twitter. So I'm, I'm, in fear of the health and safety of my Twitter account now. I don't I don't think you have to worry about your Twitter account. I think he's referring to accounts that haven't tweeted in like two years, a year, two years. You've tweeted since then. Um but now yeah, the, there had now to the, have been a basketball playoff since then. There had there had to have been. Uh and I've and I've tagged you and stuff as well. This but I true. think I think that the what I saw and I hadn't considered this before is 
the people who have legacy accounts. So I know like Facebook does this, uh, you know, Facebook for old people and racist is um, what it would, like if somebody passes away, right? Like a family member can go in there and have it become a legacy account so that you don't lose those memories. You don't lose the uh, side of that person. So there are people on Twitter that have passed away and who's that still have memories associated with them. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think that's the concern for some people is like, uh, like for example, uh, the, I'll say the cryptozoic guy, like a long time ago, we worked with cryptozoic, a, a guy at cryptozoic. He's the one who gave us some like Rick and Morty trading cards. Yep. Well, he passed, he passed away. His account is still up there uh, as, as a legacy account. Well, it should be a legacy account, but so things like that, I think are, are, are the problem. Um, and uh, there's probably some other use cases of why you would want to keep that account up there. But I think this also goes back to like the threat that he made about NPR, like, oh, NPR, you're not on the platform anymore. Guess I'll, you know, in his dickish way, joking about giving away NPR. Like, I don't think he's actually going to, but the way he is, he's like, I'm going to be a troll and I'm going to say this. <laughs> uh, and, and so that's what, that's what happened. So, um, how, how do you feel? I, I know you're way more active on Twitter than I am. How do you feel about sort of the landscape of Twitter as, as it sits right now? And are, do you have concerns about it going away about it sort of losing its popularity or are you kind of, fine if that happens like what are your what are your thoughts on twitter 2024 and beyond you know you know a real real quick real quick aside we talked about we joked about going back uh to the past and doing old stuff to make it new again and when you said do you have concerns i was trying to think of like what is that podcast he listens to listen to oh we have, we concerns. have concerns we have concerns with, <laughs> we have concerns uh, with that uh, so it, carboni or uh yeah yeah what's old is new again um i i have i have some concerns about the health of the the long-term health of the platform because i've seen it like uh i don't know it's the the complaint about it before was that it was an echo chamber and and people are in their communities and and they're just echoing sentiments right uh, which is which is fair i think every platform that there is has that echo chamber um i think what i'm seeing from twitter is it's becoming an echo chamber for the blue check i don't want to i don't want to minimize it to this but the blue check marks versus the non-blue check marks the people who are, are uh paying for the the right to have the blue check mark and the ones who don't um like i can look at an elon tweet and i i look for the uh the discourse right like anybody who's like intelligently trying to be like not bootlick and be like yeah. well what about this and like having a uh, having a back and forth right a, an honest back and forth and and i couldn't find it i couldn't i couldn't find it because every single one of those tweets that are responding to them is is a blue check mark and i like no shit one of elon's tweets i was like you know and i that's like for the audio listener that is me uh uh fingering through through twitter um it was like you're spinning the wheel for the showcase showdown on price is right is what it looks like yeah 
And uh, so I, so I couldn't find any non-blue and they're all like, they're all just fawning over him. And, you know, like I, I will, I'm not going to discount his um, effect on, on culture and his, his stature out there. Right. Like he's been a part of some companies and people have worked for him and he's been successful and, and like SpaceX has done some good stuff. Right. Like, and Tesla's, even though I, they're like the most obnoxious car to me. I wanted one for a long time and now I don't want one. Cause I'm like, I see them all over the place and they're always the cars that I'm like, get out of the way, get out of the way, stupid car. Anyway, he's done, he's done good. Um, but it's this, uh, I don't know if it's confirmation bias, like it's some kind of bias where, or, uh, uh, appeal to authority where it's like, oh, well he's rich and he's famous and he's capable. And so we should all listen to him. Uh, despite the fact that he's an asshole to, to people. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like people who are not good people to each other. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very well said, yeah. Um, I, I don't know why. I used to love Twitter like a long, long time ago, and then I just stopped using it. I think I, I, think I lost the, you know, I, 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 I just, something, something was lost in Twitter for me in terms of, I don't know, maybe it was the people I was engaged with or the accounts I was following. And I just, I mean, the account's still out Hell, there. Man. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's just not, it was me. I was the only person you followed. Well, that's I not, kicked you off of Twitter. <laughs> that's not true. That's not, that's not true. I'm joking. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I just tweeted during this podcast just to keep my <laughs> account alive. So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, let us know if you, uh, care at all about twitter in any way shape or form i'll I'll say this about twitter like i i'm trying to i'm trying to use it more um like i feel like i'm I'm using it more but like i'm I'm like i'm all over the place with the the things that that i I post and like uh i i think that's okay i think it's okay because people who want to follow me or or talk to me like they they're, they're there and then they interact with me um but you know like as far as like a, a niche or a, like a platform, like some people are very specific and they're like, I'm up, I'm talking about product management. <laughs> some people are like, I'm talking about horror films. Right. And I'm like, here's a, here's, here's, a, here's a song uh, here. um Oh, look at this thing. Oh, here's a Ouija board. Uh, oh, here's a video from Kevin Smith about mental health. Right. Like, I'm just like, oh, kind of all over the place. Or I'm retweeting the WGA stuff. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that other than to say, I do use Twitter a lot more. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, think I, tend, the, I, but, sorry. I was just gonna say, I, I think in the last few years, I've just stopped posting as much generally on, on any social platforms. Um, I, I tried like getting in the Instagram for, for a second. Um, and I'll, and if I have something to post, it's usually in like a story. So it's not, um, it's not even gonna last more than like 24 hours uh so yeah i don't know maybe maybe if my day-to-day life wasn't so uninteresting i'd, I'd have more to say but yeah, uh, yeah. you know what Instead, i, I you save know what it I, all up for one hour on monday nights Woo-hoo. you know what i think it was travis i think it was when we were in hawaii and we tried to do the live live tweet for the oscars and then we didn't we didn't do it i think that was what killed you yeah, I think that's I was what, like, you know what? I'm done tweeting. That's it. <laughs> we're through. We're we're done. We're done yeah. with that. 
it was it was eight years ago in Hawaii when I decided no more. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So that's Twitter tweets. What, what else? What else? Uh, so this this last this last weekend, uh, you know, I, I did tweet. I uh, I tweet. I mentioned the the Kevin Smith thing that I tweeted about yesterday. I sent you a little message about it. Uh, this it, and it's tied to running too because I I started what I saw it posted on Facebook. Oh, never talk about running again. Oh, right, right. Uh, push ups. Push ups. Yeah, it's tied. It's tied to push ups. During it. my recovery push ups. Yeah, sure. That's the ticket. <laughs> I. Uh, who is a, there's a, a guitar guy I follow on, on Facebook. Um, and, and he, and he posted the Kevin Smith video. And so I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Kevin Smith. I've been to, I've seen him live and he's always got good stories to tell. Uh, and, uh, so I'm like, okay, yeah, let, let's listen to it. And I didn't realize it was going to be so, uh, so serious. And I'm, I'm okay with that because he talks about serious stuff in, in his shows. But, uh, so the video I got maybe about like six or seven minutes into it. And I'm like, this is this is really good. I should go on a recovery push up run. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so then like, I, because I didn't know how to keep my phone locked and ha- play the video on YouTube, I just held the video up <laughs> the entire time, whatever. Uh, so th- I use that uh, for for my recovery piece. And uh, so that so that was really, really good. Uh, I do recommend that that little talk that he gives. Uh, because he talks about he talks about his trauma and how it relates to himself and how all of us have it and that it's okay. Uh, and like, we can, we can grow from it. Uh, but he, there's a lot of uh, resonant stuff from there for me. Uh, but anyways, check it out. I do yeah. highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah. But what else happened this weekend? This was, this is off the, this is off the back end of, of something exciting, Travis, that, that we did. Well, that I did. Um, I don't know if it was exciting for anybody else, but we all, we all, did. we were all part of it, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> What did you uh, What did you do this weekend? I'll, I'll pass that your way. Um, uh, I I played D and D for the first time in in a while because my good friend Brandon Cruz mm. uh, was was so thoughtful in mm. in hosting a um, we call it a one shot right um, a one shot is typically a single story that is played in a single session uh, but when we play a one shot it's usually several weeks of time <laughs> um, because we love to uh, go off the rails a little bit. But um, yeah, you, you hosted a one shot. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you came up with the idea for the story or, or sort of what the inspiration was for? for the yeah, session? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to give too much away because you're part of the story. Um, oh, sure, but absolutely. Uh, so the, the campaign this this session that that I that I started we Travis and I we we've wanted to do a do a new campaign for a long time and I talked to our friend John Caulfield uh my brother Brett um, uh, my friend Kevin uh, and like wanted to get something started again at the same time my my son wants to really play D and D he he really wants to play it. he like looks at the books he's created multiple characters uh, he's played with he's played with his friends and I use that in quotes because one of his friends like set up had a party and like okay we're gonna go through a campaign and then like within 20 minutes the four to five friends were in such disarray the the one friend who was a dm the dungeon master had never run a a session before and so it just turned into just chaos and so my kid was kind of 
disenfranchised or disillusioned by a little bit, but he still wants to play. And so I thought, what is a good way for me to not only set up a session with the adults, but also have, have, have my son play. And this goes back to uh, uh, your son as well, Travis. Like we thought of like, how could we play together uh, the, the two fathers and the two sons? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what what is there where there's adults with kids and I'm like summer camp obviously obviously get you got you got your summer you got your camp counselors and you've got the campers themselves i'm like this could be this could be a fun little thing that, that we do so the 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 i created the map i started the session we set everything up and so camp crumpsy uh which is a, a play on camp crusty from the simpsons uh, be, became a thing and uh, I wanted to call it camp crystal crumpsy but then I thought it'd be like you know like we don't need to have too much <laughs> camp we don't need to infuse too much Brandon <laughs> into the just single title of the name of the camp yeah that that's right that's right so uh so that was that's the idea of the of the session and so uh the kids come there the uh your son played uh, my son played they come there as counselor or uh, campers they're level one they're not they're not experiencing anything. They have their own little backstories uh, for you and the, the other adults, John, Kevin, and Brett, like uh, you guys are campers. And I like in the, in the chat, I would send you things in characters as like the head, the director of the camp being like, all right, guys, <laughs> get ready for it. Here's, here's the flyer. Can't wait to see you. Uh, and like dropping some lines and interacting yeah. with you and carrying the chat. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. The session was just like, basically like the, first hour of the session was me as the director taking on a tour throughout the entire camp. Uh, and then the, the fun actually started. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think that the idea was really solid. I loved what you did with, um, because we typically don't have what is known as a zero session. Uh, when we play within our groups, we don't, we don't all get together and like build our characters together or anything like that. Um, we usually just jump right in. So by creating that sort of group chat that where you could drop media and, and images, you made little flyers and all that stuff. And, and having that conversation is just really helped kind of all of us to get more a sense of, of what to expect. And, uh, and it was easy, I think, to jump right in with that, with that premise. Um, I, I gotta say, like, I don't, I don't know if this is like a weird, like, dad thing or whatever but i'm i'm like a little bit nervous when we start playing because i'm like all right like how's how's my kid gonna do yeah. like yeah. with like a, a group of adults and is he gonna feel intimidated is he gonna feel like willing to like come out of his shell and play a little bit or is he gonna be like way too out of his shell and like be trying to like be all like <laughs> over the top like i'm gonna impress these adults with my you know D D thoughts or whatever so um but i think it, I, I it felt pretty good and and he seemed to be excited yeah. especially when we got into combat he i think he really liked that aspect of it because he 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 understood the mechanic a little bit more of like all right take turns and then he was like too bad i didn't like do any help or whatever and i'm like all right you're a level one fighter <laughs> <laughs> you have one attack if you roll poorly, which you did on both of your turns, like that's just how it goes. Your sword missed, 
Uh, but that's why we have lots of people and we play together and we can help each yeah. other out and stuff. And just so, wait till wait, wait till Brett's turn and then he'll kill everything. Uh, and... <laughs> the the min max master that is Brett. Yeah, that's, that's his password. That's I made his password that for for a bit. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. It's no like I feel your pain. Feel your pain. Like feel your dad uh, emotions there. Because yeah, like my kid was right next to me. I'm DMing, so like I'm paying a lot attention to a lot of stuff. I'm paying attention to all of you, everything that you're saying. I'm also, you know, I'm also keeping an eye on your kid too, because I'm like, because I want him to feel welcome um, and feel like he's being heard. And a couple times I would be like, uh, "Hey, Travis, kid, do you like you, you said something? You want you want to you bring that up again? You know, because I want him to feel heard." Yeah. And same thing with with my son, right? Like. Like he says something, the all the, all the adults are talking. I'm like, all right, what, what'd you say? Okay, all right, all right. Um, because I feel that like, for me, the session was more about these kids who don't play D and D to have them be able to experience it. And you know, I said that to you ahead of time. Yeah, uh, said that to Brett. Said that to Kevin. Said that to, to John as well. <laughs> uh, to to make sure like everyone is kind of like on this this common goal to like yeah we're gonna we're gonna play D D and we're gonna make jokes john makes jokes <laughs> which you know my kid loves he's like like who's your favorite person like john of course <laughs> <laughs> well yeah it was i mean it was good i felt like it was a good session it was fun um it and we didn't get super far into it, so I'm I'm hopeful that you have have more in store, and we can put another session together and yeah. and, and bring bring the team back together. So I want I want to bring that up real real quick. So the I had set the session up to have two different combat scenarios. Now the first hour, as I said, was going around the camp, introducing the kids, and 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 you guys to all of the different people around the camp. You know that the alchemy. The, the cafeteria lady, the dungeon trainer, all that all that type of stuff. And then like trying to make up voices for each one of them and remember what voice I used. And then, um, so that, that took a long time, but I had that initial combat, which was against a bunch of wolves. And, and what was, so what was great about getting you guys into that combat with the wolves is because I had established with you beforehand that like we're streamlining it, we want to get into it you guys know what your common goal is, which is to have the kids have, have fun and get them into stuff. Like it was a little bit on rails, like, you know, kind of pushed you in a direction, but you were, everyone was kind of okay with that. And uh, so it got you into the, the wolf combat, which the whole, that whole story was uh, the the camp was getting reopened and uh, there's a lot of, there weren't enough kids Two counselors. So the four of you get to watch two kids versus like the main head counselor who watches like a pack of kids. But he loses one of the kids. The kid disappears. And so he comes to your group and says, Hey, can you help me find the kid? Like, I gotta watch these kids. They're assigned to me. I can't, I can't ditch them all, but there's extra of you. Can you go go find them? Uh, and so that leads you to look for old Coop. Uh old the, the Coop. Coop. Um, and so, so then you find him, you fight the wolves. That was one, that was one thing. Combat takes way longer than I ever, ever account for. It always takes much longer. I'm like, it's going to take like 10 minutes, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then it lasts an hour and, and some change. 
And, um, and the funny thing about that is I feel like we didn't take a really long time individually with combat. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. every person, to include the kids, when it was their turn, they had an idea of what they wanted to do or they came up with something pretty quickly. Uh, we didn't we didn't drag our feet or have any, like, oh, let me go look up the rules on something real quick. Like, it was, it was, it was pretty fluid. It's just the mechanics of fighting things in D&D. Like, yeah. it takes a while. <laughs> and then, you know, we like to add flavor to it, right? So when something dies, we want to describe the death or, you know, any mm-hmm. of that stuff, too. So that, that takes and, some time. And sometimes, and, and, and I made it a point, too, where I'm like, the, the point is to have fun. It's not to be a, a rule, uh, rule Nazi. So, like, sometimes, like, I can't find this. I have this ability. I can't find it anywhere. And I was just I was like, what does the ability to do? Uh, it gives me advantage. All right. Fuck it. Just just go for it. <laughs> you have advantage. Just roll. Let's let's move forward. Yeah. Um, and uh, so so that was fun. One of the things that my my kid said at the end of the session after after everything's done and done and, and said, and I didn't really I didn't really account for this this piece. He was really excited. He had so much fun. And he's like, I can't wait to to go back into it. And same thing with your kid, and like like excited, like wanted to play again. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but uh, he, my son said, like, I want to. There's so much stuff I still have to explore in there. Like, I want to see what this alchemy lab is about. I want to. I want to do archery. I want to. I want to do this. This like underground dungeon thing. Like, I want to see it all. And. I hadn't planned on any of those things. I just, I planned on this like summer camp with activities to make it kind of have this verisimilitude of, of an event that would, a place that would exist. Yeah. I didn't think like, oh, I can make an entire like kids <laughs> campaign around all of the different activities. Um, so but now but, it looks like you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I have like, What's what's cool is I already have how I had expected that the the session to end. I had that already planned out. So now I just have like a more overarching story already yeah. for everything that that's there. It's our the foundations there, bruh. It's good. It's good. We just got to figure out when we're all available to play again at the same time. Which yeah. Hopefully not know. too soon because I'm busy. You're so busy. You're so busy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think it was super fun. It was fun getting back into it. It's fun. You know, I-, I have an issue where even if I know it's like a one shot, I go all in on creating a character and I'm like, oh, I got to create something that I haven't played before. And, oh, let me, let me design a virtual mini for it on Hero Forge. <laughs> and it- I did not go as far as to print a physical mini, uh, this time yet. Give it time. It could happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's the one thing with how we play and how many of our sessions have gone is I get really attached to some of these characters and then we play it for a few months and it's like, all right, we'll move on. And I'm like, oh, what about Pierce Clawthorn? What if he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's all alone? You know, no, he's not, he's not, you know, torturing anybody at Goblindale anymore. So that's, so that was a, that was a fun, that was a fun, fun session. Yeah. And the other thing about the thing about D and D is like life, life happens. And so your, your party that you're playing with disbands for this, that, or the other reason, or like 
you want to keep everyone together, right? You, if you have your five core people, you're like, I want to keep everyone together because the story is about all of you. Um, but reality is life happens. Um, shit, shit falls by the wayside. And, and so you got to adjust. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, like, and so like one shots are, are an easy, like out. They're like, okay, yeah, I want to play. It's, it's low, uh, commitment while we're, while we're playing. But we want them to be longer. I think we want one shots to be longer. But we got to adjust. Like, we just have to build in like adjusting to if somebody has to drop out for a weekend. Like, we don't have to have everybody all the yeah, time. Yeah, I there's there was a group at work that they started playing like once a week over lunch, mm-hmm. and it was interesting the way that they had set up the mechanic because every session would begin and end. Oh in town right and so it was very like exploration based and there was there were overarching stories and there was they used like a discord server to um post updates about what happened in each session so that if somebody missed a session they could they could read that and get the cliff notes of of what was going on but because it always started and ended back in the in the town people could come and go and if somebody was gone that day they could still play a session. It's just they played with whatever party was there. And so it, there was a little bit of uh, dynamics in the way that, um, you know, encounters would go and stuff like that because sometimes you have, you know, a party with a bunch of tanky, you know, individuals that, that can that can yeah. have their own and maybe another time you're not as, uh, you know, Are- well off and stuff. So. Um, but party, he, party, party makeup is, is important, right? Yeah. You need no, to have it's, it's definitely and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he used a lot of like roll tables and, um, so a lot of, a lot of the encounters were a little bit random and a little bit like just based on stuff that he had already had set up. So he, yeah. he, he made it very clear. He's like, this stuff is not weighted or balanced based on your party. So... If you walk in the wrong direction and and roll the wrong way, total party kill is very possible at, yeah. at any given time. Um, which you know you just have to be aware of and be and not be afraid to run away from certain fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's cool to like find ways to balance when everybody is there uh, and. You know, um, and I, like I think of Goblindale, uh, Brian, who who was out for a, a couple sessions. Like his character, uh, Noro, was just like just passed out on the couch, just was sleeping yeah. on the couch, and we're like that's where he is. Brett was Brett, <laughs> my brother was supposed to join us right at six six p.m. Pacific, six oh four. He's not he's nowhere, nowhere to be seen. I sent him sent him some texts, nothing. I call him, nothing. And sure enough, I'm like, ah, he's he he wakes up to go to work, but by five, he's he's asleep. That's exactly where he is. And so he didn't show up until an hour and some change later. <laughs> but walking around the camp, introducing to all these characters, uh, it was like, yeah, uh, Mr. Minx is following, but he's not saying anything. He's just watching. He's just watching and just <laughs> grimacing. And then when Brett finally showed up, then uh, you know go into there and that 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 ends up being what it is like the dm plays the other character uh to the best of their ability 
um, the uh, the adjustment of DMing when you're trying to keep things balanced and you're trying to push forward with a story, I think that that could be sometimes difficult, especially if you're like very strict to the roles and like like not fudging things behind the scenes. Look, I know this isn't the right thing to say, and I know that people don't like this. DMs around the world don't like this to hear this, but I want people to have fun and I <laughs> do fudge shit behind the scenes. Like I'm okay. I'm okay with saying that because I'm like, are we at a right? Like what's the flow of the, of the, the emotion right now? Right. Are, are people yeah. having fun or right now? Are they like, Oh, this is taking too long or oh, I'm like, I'm getting so frustrated. Like, well, if, if, if that is like the, the tone of what's happening, then I'm going to make adjustments behind the scenes to be like, not be like, you kill them automatically. Bye. Oh, here's, here's 5 million pieces of gold. But I, you know, I will be like to, to try to adjust the flow. And I know that's not based off the rule set. That's not right. When when you happen to hear you roll twice and like you, you roll once and then you're like, uh, and then you roll again and you're like, Oh no, it didn't work or something. That's like, because we can't see your rolls, but we can hear them. So I didn't do yeah. that. I didn't do that. Okay. I did when when I rolled when I rolled twice. That that time that I rolled twice, it was uh, when uh, when my kid did poison on on him. And so no no no, it was who was who was it going to attack? The the this gigantic wolf was uh, surrounded by Kevin and your kid, and the wolf was like wanted to attack, and it was like about to die. And so for me, I was like, who do I want it to attack? Cause I didn't, I wanted to be fair about it. It would either yeah. be Kevin or your kid. And so I rolled, rolled, rolled once. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and then rolled, then rolled again for, for the attack. Uh, and that's when it attacked your kid. <laughs> <laughs> and like took out over half of his health. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm not doing this on purpose. <laughs> that's all right. But he, when he lived. But when I sent the when I sent the other wolf at at my kid, that was on purpose. <laughs> Just because mm-hmm. he was at you, he, he rolled at the very bottom of the initiative. For those who don't play D anD D, initiative is like the order in which you go. My kid was last, dead last, and so there was no more wolves. And when you're dead last and everything else is dead, you're like, there's that's this kind of like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I waited a long time. So I I sent a random baby wolf at him. Uh, attacked him. It <laughs> damaged him. He's looking at me like, "What the heck, Dad?" <laughs> and, and then he did some damage. Then it died on the next turn. So yeah, yeah. But that's just dads being dads. Dads being dads. Um. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for putting that together. Hopefully, we can play again soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And yeah. And if anybody else has any uh, suggestions or recommendations on how to have a successful D&D session when you're playing with a mixed group of adults and, and kids. Uh, we're, we're very open to your suggestions. Uh, hit us up uh, at Apathusiast or at Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, what is it? At gmail.com? Um, yeah. <laughs> Apathetic, <laughs> Apathetic Enthusiasm show. show. Don't forget the show. Don't forget it. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's it. Unless, um, you know, mailbag time, if anybody, uh, in the Twitch chat has any questions for us or Brandon, if you have any lingering thoughts on anything we talked about, uh, before we get out of here, any, any thoughts? 
shout shout out uh shout out to the twitch chat let's see uh you tweet uh, peace among rick saying yeah you better go tweet before elon yeets your ass you did that uh homar showed up uh invited expert 6497 saying the hell with twitter let's talk about guardians volume three i think it may be the best of the three um I, you know this is adding to your time you still have a minute left is that what do you, what do you think <laughs> no i agree um I, it, it might be the best of the three yeah oh shit Oh shit! Okay, well, you should definitely go see it. I will probably go see it again in the next week. I thought about I I was gonna try to see it on on Sunday, uh, but instead I uh, there's a, I have an artichoke plant that I needed to 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 trim. Um, I also put some fertilizer around my my lime and my orange tree. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, just to, oh, I planted yeah. I planted onion bulbs uh, in my in my planter because I. You know, we go through we go through onions a fair amount. I also I deweeded. I removed some old old shrubs. <laughs> Anyways, so I didn't do the so guardians. Didn't go to the movie. Oh, I went. I went. I went to breakfast with my with my son. Uh, just just he, just he and I went to Black Bear Diner. Oh, and have you had their pickle ranch? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's homemade. I don't know if you know that. Oh, um, and and he had four chocolate chip pancakes. Wow. I had I had uh, a scrambled egg, a slice of bacon, a sausage, and two pancakes, and I could not finish it. I got through like half of the pancakes, and I was like, oh, I'm stuffed. He was done with his chocolate chip pancakes. I said, I dare you to eat half of I dare you to eat one of these. And uh, he's like, I'm going to do it. And sure <laughs> enough. Sure enough, he did. So, Good for uh, him. Good for we're him. We're counting calories, and uh, he ate more than me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, question in the chat, are we still starting our animation podcast? Yes, it is still in the works. Um, we actually, I actually have uh, an outline for uh, the first four episodes. Um, we have a little bit more research and development to do to try and figure out that format. Um, that, that show will not uh, be streamed live, unfortunately, um, in its production. We will, it'll be available uh, on YouTube when it comes out, um, as well as all of our uh, normal podcast uh, platforms. Um, but yeah, uh, so, so we'll be working on that. It's, it's still in development, um, but we, we owe an update over on, on Patreon and as well as um, we need to just kind of make it. It's, it's been a weird lifetime sort of situation for us as well. So uh, a lot of real life getting in the way of podcast development too, but um, it is, it is still definitely in development. Yes. Yes. That, that, that is true. I actually, uh, the, the other day, uh, one of, uh, one of the folks I know was like, Hey, uh, did you ever reach out to uh, Bob Kurtz about doing the animation stuff? Like, Oh, I got it. I gotta admit, I I didn't hit him up. Be like, man, it's all right. Stuff stuff happens. So, uh, I think it's I think it's still it definitely it's still there on our radar. I think yeah. when we go to Comic Con, like that is an opportunity also to 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 talk to some folks and and uh, maybe maybe make, make some connections. It, but I think what it boils down to is like one, finding the time for it, two, dedicating, like once we find the time for it, dedicating that time for it and saying like more scheduled wise like hey we have an hour on tuesday night at 10 o'clock at night uh yeah. to, to, to to even brainstorm some stuff um 
And then also like real life stuff, creative things. Like I, they're just, sometimes I get overwhelmed by the things I want to do creatively. And then I like, I I do a thing here and there. And then I'm like, Oh, Oh, I got to do a D and D campaign this weekend, but I want to play my new guitar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to play my new guitar. I also want to play rock band because my, my road crew is counting on me to get some experience points so we get promoted to platinum this week. Right. Oh, dang it. But I also (laughs) want to play the new star Wars game, you know? So it's just, it's just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's coming. It's coming. Um, but check out check out the latest episode of Spin for Your Approval, Twilight Zone podcast. <laughs> Shit, I forgot uh, about that one. Oh, don't no the anxiety. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I just released an episode with uh, Joshua Miller. I worked with him at Rise Eight. Uh, he's a cool cool dude. Uh, we talked about Little Girl Lost, which is on. Right. The, Get your fourth yeah. dimension on in that one. <laughs> Parodied by The Simpsons. I listened um, to some of that episode, Brandon. Oh, good job, Look Travis. Look at me. Look at me listening to that podcast. <laughs> uh, I have a I have a handful of people that I, I've reached out to that that are going to be on the show, and I just, I, again, like everything kind of uh, swirled around. I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta hit them back up again. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all of that said, we're soups busy. <laughs> totes malotes um but we love you guys thank you so much for listening thank you for watching thank you for being part of the show we are gonna head right immediately following this episode into our twitch post show if you want to be part of that show if you want to keep the conversation going and be part of the part of the discussion head over to twitch on monday nights uh or you can go to patreon.com such apathetic enthusiasm you can catch all the post shows over there they are available at the the second tier, whatever that is, uh, they're on there. Check them out. Uh, Patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to everybody. And uh, yeah, that's our show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Travis, he's brave. This is what we do.